Hello and good day, eh? Welcome to the Super Good Camping Podcast. My name is Pamela. I'm Tim. And we are from supergoodcamping.com. We are here because we are on a mission to inspire other families to enjoy camping adventures such as we have with our kids. Today, we are inspired somewhat by having seen Maureen Beck uh, at National Geographic Live. She is a young lady that is a rock climber and has a disability where she was born missing one of her hands. Which so 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 inspiring to see her, and she actually uh, kind of was a pioneer in the adaptive climbing community, and now there are lots of other people with with mobility issues who have become adaptive climbers and inspired by her, and she was Olympic uh, athlete in that sport, I believe. Man, she's won a bazillion things. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's she she was so amazing. She period. is very amazing. So uh, we thought we would talk about camping with disabilities. Uh, I will turn it over to Tim because he's going to give a bit of an introduction into what we need. Right. So camping with disabilities is a, is a pretty pretty big umbrella. Uh, it covers an awful lot of ground. And, and today, I think we, what we'd like to do is talk specifically about mobility challenges, I suppose. Able-bodied people, it's easy to, to, to step over the threshold to to walk up a set of stairs to you know navigate through a bit of sands. So many things. Uh, uh, somebody that's in a in a wheelchair or has a walker or a scooter or you know some kind of mobility assistance absolute absolute game changer like like stops them dead and and i think i think many of us that aren't mobility challenged don't really notice it because because the world is built for us right that that so so i wanted to to start getting into things that that are being looked at maybe need to be looked at here's here's one of them so there are thankfully people are getting to governments uh, organizations uh, etc cetera, etc cetera, are, are getting into more inclusiveness uh, which will go that's a that's a very big road we'll go down at some point so so here just talking about the, the mobility challenges so that some of the solutions to some of the mobility challenges are that people want to go camping that that's are somewhat you know mobility disadvantaged they, they there are rvs and vans that are wheelchair accessible uh, most of the time their purchases there are a very small number that i've been able to find that are rentable but they do exist they're stupidly expensive both to purchase and to rent but it's an option more and more especially here in ontario the ontario parks are are getting better at and there are some private ones as well accessible huts yurts and cabins so roofed accommodations they've got they've got ramps they've got wider doorways they have lower barbecues so so again easier to access Uh, raised fire pits accessible picnic table hard surface parking areas uh, paved paths to comfort stations you know so that you can you can get about and just to jump past like like thinking about that that you can get around uh there's also a whole beach thing because that's something that has historically not been available to uh to people in wheelchairs or or uh, mobility devices they now have uh, don't hold me to it i want to say there are five parks that have beach mats where you can it's it's a it's a solid that you can roll on they have all-terrain wheelchairs that are available. Uh, though, though, for the for the record, you take your wheelchair down the beach mat. I suppose if you want to, you could go into the water. I don't think the beach mat goes into the water. Uh, taking the all-terrain wheelchair, you can't go into the water. It's it's electric and stuff, so bad. But they do have Moby chairs, is what they're called, and they're they <laughs> they look they 
look cool. They look like be a ton of fun. I'd like to steal one and run around in it. Um, but they've got big, big uh, uh, air-filled tires and stuff so that you can, and they have flotation devices, so you can actually take them into the water. I believe you need to wear a PDF, or PFD, sorry. PDF, no, yeah. No paper documents. No, uh, uh, but but yeah, you can get out in the water, That and that's awesome. Like, that's that somebody bothered to take it that next step, the right step. Uh, back to accommodations, though. What else do we have? Oh, so tents. They actually have tents designed for the wheelchairs in particular is, is what, what I was able to find. But you can do, so, so okay, so on that note, MSR makes, I think it's called Hubba Hubba Tent. I, 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 I will link to some of the articles in, in the description. Uh, there's a New York Post article, REI article in uh, Ontario Parks blog that I saw lots of good stuff in. That, but uh, MSR Hubba Hubba. Um, you can so it's a it's a uh, I want to say a one person or a two person tent, but you can buy um, a separate vestibule. It's I think it's called the gear something gear shed uh, add on, and so that you, you can transition from your the wheelchair you know, onto your cot, which we'll get to in a minute, onto your cot, and then and then leave the wheelchair in the vestibule, which is great. That's like that that's perfect. The the other option is to go to larger tents more family sized ones they're just more difficult to set up especially for somebody that's in a wheelchair uh you get a lot of ground to cover to get around to stake it down stuff like that they do have specifically modified tools to help with that mixed reviews there usually the uh, apparently the easiest way is to just take an able-bodied friend with you and get him or her to set up the tent (laughs) which i i totally give thumbs up to that um, yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. The cots. That's what was tweaking in my brain. So the, the, the idea is like, I mean, you know, those of us that are able-bodied would sleep on air mattresses or pads and a sleeping bag. Not so easy to get back up off the ground uh, if you're not an able-bodied person. So a cot cuts the distance. So you have to... Uh, to haul your butt up to get back up in your wheelchair. Oh, and there, and there was a really interesting... So uh, somebody pointed out hammocks because you can you can rig it at, at a perfect height for yourself, like at whatever works for you. As long as there's trees, you're good to go, especially if they're, if they're what they're, they're called bottom entry. But I thought that was an awesome idea. Well, and so the question is, why does this matter? It matters because persons with disabilities are drawn to outdoor activities uh, the same reason everybody else is, um, A, to get outdoors and have some adventure, but just develop leadership skills, helps people with their self-concept, concept of themselves, their feeling of, of competence and confidence. Academic performance is improved, personality development, interpersonal skills, social development, and willingness to take risks. Um, so everybody should have the same opportunity to develop those kind of skills. There is some uh, some papers about adaptive kayaking. So uh, you, you can adapt the kayak to the person's abilities. You can adapt the paddle. You can adapt uh, or have assistive devices. Um, the kayaking is also good for improving self-esteem, improving upper body strength, uh, the ability to adjust to new situations, and, and a sense of independence. And then there was a study on people with cystic fibrosis and significant, there was a significant influence on their quality of life, uh, their overall health, their quality of life and the family life and quality of life in terms of their social life. 
um, by being able to participate in kayaking or canoeing or paddling. There is a book uh, written by, uh, her name is Janet Zeller, called Canoeing and Kayaking for People with Disabilities. So highly recommend the book. Um, just goes through some of the implications for people who are interested in perhaps participating in canoeing and kayaking with different abilities. And um, trip planning in terms of the ratio of able-bodied people versus people with disabilities and taking mobility devices with you, selecting routes, especially if you are doing more of a uh, like a backcountry kind of trip where you're, you're going to be paddling and then you might need to portage and then paddle again. Uh, whether you're going to take um, the mobility device along with you in the canoe, or are you going to put your wheelchair in the canoe with you? And I also just wanted to mention, according to the Spinal Cord Injury Ontario's website, they have listed the province of Ontario's top 10 most accessible parks. Those are Bonacher Provincial Park, Algonquin, Awenda, Bronte Creek, Kakabika Falls, Mashkanonji, uh, Wimet Canyon, uh, although it's only a day use um, park, uh, Pinery Provincial Park, Rondo, and Wasaga Beach. Cool. That's that's great. Awesome. That's it for us for today. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode and please do tune in again soon. Uh, we are at hi at supergoodcamping.com. That's H-I at supergoodcamping.com. If you have any input, feedback, you have any ideas for topics you would like us to cover in the future, please do reach out to us. And we are also on all of the social media. We would love to have feedback and or talk to you. Uh, we're on YouTube. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And we will talk to you again soon. Bye.